Welcome to my Soul Life podcast. This is my playground, and I'm your host, Susan Scollin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. To do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer. We're always evolving, and the people around us are a mirror of our growth. Over the next nine weeks, each Monday, I'm bringing you my summer soul sessions, where I share with you a wellness topic that I'm super passionate about. I'll share my thoughts and how you can grow and change too. And join me on Thursdays for the beginner health sessions for simple ways you can up-level your own health and wellness. Be inspired. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hi everyone, happy Monday. It's great to be back with you and I just have to apologize for some background noise. Uh, We have a neighbor who I swear to God is out there every day um, doing some sort of lawn work, which, you know, we are in Queensland, so everything grows pretty quickly here and I appreciate where he's at and I appreciate that he's doing it because otherwise we could be ending up with snakes and things like that in the long grass. But um, yeah, if you hear any background noise, that's all it is. He's just out there. And the rooster that we don't have, we're not meant to have one, we're working on that, um, has been crowing as well. So we thought we had three girls, but um, I'm going to say unfortunately, because we're going to have to move him on, we now, we have a boy who figured out that that's what you do is you crow. And he's been crowing at 4am in the morning, which is fine for me because I sleep through anything, but that's not basically fine for a lot of other people, including my neighbor who's out mowing lawns. But today we're diving into mirrors and, you know, I get super excited about every topic that I talk about on here, but this one's a really fun one to play around with. Um, and it's a fun one because you can see it in your life and you'll literally see it in your life today. And that's the best part about it. And you probably have seen things like this before and then gone, what does that even mean? Like, why does that happen? And I know that's how I kind of started on this journey. I actually uh, was being mentored by someone at the time and I asked about, I can't remember the question I asked, but it was it was about these things that I was seeing and then she then said, well, everything in life is a mirror. So I'm effectively passing on that lesson that I learned through her to you. But I need to explain first that we're not talking about physical mirrors. We're talking about events or things that happen. Often it could be, and this is what's been happening to me lately, is that I think of something and it happens. So it's really interesting to see that connection of mind uh, and body and how our outside world reflects our inside world. So thinking about Project 22, that's what it's all about, right, is that's how I started was looking at that whole how is my what if I look at my outside world what's sort of going on and how is that a reflection of my inside world and for me initially it was around decluttering and dressing so decluttering our home and finishing our home so dressing our home Um, so what are those things that I needed to do within myself and that's the journey that you can find over on my website project 22 I have just renamed it to project 22 for a reason Um, And it was 2022, um, but there had been some signs coming to me that I needed to shorten it. And 2020 um, and 22 is one of my angel numbers. So interestingly, that that's where I grew up 
for um, a majority of my life. The street number that we lived at was 22. So I was there till pretty much until I was 29. And then, um, yeah, it's interesting. so interesting that that was sort of the first part of my life up until my sudden return was in my, like living in my angel number. Just a, I haven't done anything around that. I just think that's really interesting. But let's talk about these non-physical mirrors. So I've just explained to you one before, just where I can have a thought and something can happen in my reality. So for example, um, I was going to see my, was it my Reiki? I was, I needed some cash. Oh, I was having dinner with some girls on Friday night and dinners are generally up here you can pay individually like so which is really great so if you go to a restaurant and there's 10 of you at the table then you can all pay individually you don't have to um, split the bill and pay cash and then go up and pay or somebody put it on the card and everybody transferred to them that sort of stuff so I wanted to make sure whilst we have that facility up here you know I'm, I'm not au fait with all the cafes and restaurants and stuff like that so I wanted to make sure I had some cash on me and I knew that um, I wasn't going out on Friday. Um, of course, I could run down to the servo and get some cash out. That would be the petrol station and that would be okay. Um, but I just, it kind of got late in the day and I was just like, oh, I've got, I'm teaching from 5 till 6.30. As soon as I get off that call, I then have to basically get ready and be at dinner by 7.15. I was going to be late because everybody else was getting there at 6.30. And so I didn't have time and I was thinking, oh, I need some cash. And then Chris walks through the door and he goes, I had to pay cash for something. So I had to go to the ATM and get some money. Do you need any? And he just turned there with the money in front of me. And I went, uh, yeah, I do. Thank you. And this was just a thought in my head around the fact that I needed some cash. And here he is walking through the door. And only because, well, you could say it was because of my thought, but also because there was a problem with a store that he went to, their FPOS was down so he had to go and get cash and he got extra cash and then came and, you know, said to me, do you need some cash? And I was like, uh, yes, yes, I do. So <laughs> it was a really beautiful mirror of my thought and then the reality of that happening. Now, in the way that I've described that, I would see that as a positive mirror, right? So something that's supporting me, I no longer now, after I get off my call at 630 have to go to the petrol station um, or find an ATM, which I don't know where they are these days. I really don't pay attention to them. Um, And being in a new town, even though we've been here for 12 months, I would be hard-pressed to tell you where the ATMs are. So besides going to an actual bank, um, maybe that's one of my mental load, like dropping the mental load kind of things. Anyway, um, so then I would have finished my call at 6.30, got dressed, got out of the house and gone somewhere to get some money um, and potentially a petrol station and then gone to dinner. And I might have been a little bit later because of it. But here is the universe providing that money to me. And I'm like, okay, thank you. (laughs) So that was really good. But as I said, that I see as more of a positive mirror as opposed to perhaps a mirror that we really deeply want to learn from. And a couple of those mirrors would be, you know, if you yell at your children and then they yell back. So that's the mirror is you're yelling at them, they yell at you, and you can see the mirror right there. It's not around necessarily the content that you're yelling about. It's the tone of voice. It's the level of, um, you know, uh, 
how loud you're actually, you know, speaking to them because they will typically mirror that straight back to you. And you can just reflect on life basically. And you don't, because you don't have to act that out now and you may not want to act that out now, but you can have a look at times where perhaps you've been frustrated, where you've been short with your kids or with a colleague or with your partner and they've potentially mirrored that back to you. Now, the higher ground in that regard, I'll tap into that, would be to not yell at your kids, even though there might be times where they yell at you and you want to yell back, but you just sit in your space of going, we don't yell in this house, I choose not to yell, I will speak calmly, and you will notice, generally speaking, that your child's tone will then come down to yours. So that can happen in a social situation. It could happen. The fun one is I love playing around with it. When, you know, sometimes you're in the car and you make it, you have an accident, like not, not as in a physical accident, but you sort of pull out on someone that you didn't mean to and like you apologize um, or you just don't go at a set of traffic lights because, you know, you're off in a daydream and someone's beeping you and then they come up beside you and they're sticking their fingers up at you or they're yelling at you. It's really interesting to see what people will do. Um, and I just like to wave and smile and say thank you. Um, and it sounds really like you kind of go, oh, that's really um, uncomfortable and it can be, but it actually can be really fun too because they don't know what to do with that. Um, and you can just say, I'm sorry, like, sorry, yes, I was having a moment back then, but thank you so much for beeping because I really appreciate that you did that because that brought me out of the space I was in and then I was able to move forward so we could all move forward. So I really appreciate you doing that. And when you say that to somebody, you feel better because, you know, it's just sort of a weight lifted off you rather than being angry and frustrated within yourself. But you also give the other person permission to just, you know, slow down, <laughs> just calm their farm and relax into the space that they're in. And potentially that will help them relax later rather than carrying the mental load of that which we often do. And I talked about this in a previous episode around that mental load. And I always love coming back to those two months where they're about to cross that river. They've been told they're walking from point A to point B. So from hut A to hut B, and it's a, you know, half day walk kind of thing. And they're told to go directly there. Do not stop and talk to anybody. Do not stop and do anything. Just walk straight there. But they come up to this river and there's a lady trying to cross the river and she can't cross the river. One of the monks picks her up and carries her across the other side. The other monk is ropeable because they were told to go from point A to point B and do not interact with anybody and do not do anything different. And they get to the second hut where they're, their day, um, where they're supposed to be for the day. And the monk that's angry gets in. Sorry, hang on. Okay, my dog has stopped barking and the whippersnipper has started up again. <laughs> so we have a double whammy but slightly uh, less noise. But coming back to those monks and they're at that second cabin and the second monk, like the monk that's angry about the other monk doing the thing, um, carrying the woman across the river, um, he says, you know, you shouldn't have done that, da 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 And the first monk or the monk that carried the woman said, I carried the woman across the river and I put her down. When are you going to put her down? Because you're still carrying her. And that's what we often do with those frustrations is we don't put them down. So we can 
beep a horn at somebody, we can yell at them. And then two hours later, we're still talking about it to our friends and how this person was stupid and they shouldn't have done this and they shouldn't have done that. And, you know, in most instances, people really aren't doing it to be rude. They aren't doing it. They are perhaps doing it for themselves. You know, that's what we all do things for. But um, they're not doing it deliberately and they're not doing it specifically towards you. They're just moving their own lives forward. So we have that opportunity to put down the mental load rather than carrying it throughout the day. Um, Another example I'll give you was, so on Saturday night, I wasn't feeling 100% um, and there's a post on uh, Project 22, a a chapter of the book in there. So you can go and, and have a read. It's a TBA chapter. Um, which, because I've just written it and I've still got content to go, like previous content about the journey, but it's there and it talks about why I was not feeling well. Um, And Teddy wanted to watch the last 29 minutes of his movie with me. And I said to him, look, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to actually go to bed. But how about you and I jump onto our bed, mum and dad's bed, and you watch your movie, I'll fall asleep, and then we're at least there together. And he goes, okay, mum. And so we went and set him up, and he was happy, um, and, but I felt so guilty in the morning. Like, I was just like, it's because I did, because of the food that I ate, that then led me to feeling crap, which then led me to not spending time with Teddy. And the mirror of this is when I woke up on Sunday morning, I was coaching again. So I had a call from 9 till 10.30 and I thought after that call, I'll spend some time with Teddy. However, what happened was um, we were getting ready for some people to come over and then they came over earlier. So I never actually got that time with him. And then we had perhaps 10 minutes in the afternoon before he was going off to a sleepover. So it was kind of it was this mirror of here I wasn't giving him time to then I wanted to give him time, but the time and space wasn't there. And so I never really got that time with him. So today being Monday, I'm like, I'm really going to spend some time with him today. Like, what are we going to be doing? I get to pick him up later from his um, sleepover. So maybe we can go down to the skate park. Perhaps I can take his scooter and he can just have a ride around there for a little bit. Um, and we can have a little play and then we can come home um, and take him for a bike ride and I'll do some work in a in amongst you know all of that because he doesn't necessarily want to spend all his time with me but just being able to have that time with him will be a really nice opportunity and for me that's a more positive mirror and a proactive mirror so the other one that comes to mind for me is always around keys and losing keys or a wallet. Let's put it that way. Chris is, I won't say prolific, but he's always had this tendency to lose his keys or his wallet. And he'll put them in a place that he thinks they are and then they're not there. Or he just, I don't know, just puts them somewhere, perhaps on his desk when really the keys should be in a container or a drawer or wherever we've got them at the time. Um, And I do like to have a single place for everything to be. So it's that whole, if I get caught up in the, holy crap, he's lost his keys again. Like seriously, how many times does he, will he lose his keys before he figures it out and that he takes responsibility and blah, 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 blah. Like the reel of stories just keeps going on. And I realized this about, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And what would happen was 
If I allowed that reel to play out, there were two things that would happen. One is it would take longer to find the keys and two, or the wallet, and two, I would lose my keys or wallet within 24 hours. Like, no no doubt, it would always happen. So I started practicing noticing when the reel started, and then I go, hang on a minute, we're not going to think like that anymore. We're going to think, it's easy to find the keys. I can help him find the keys. It's not a problem. There is no problem here. Let's just find the keys. And I would typically find the keys really, really quickly. So <coughs> rather than you know, us one, not finding the keys at all, or two, finding them a day later, or <clears throat> finding them in some conspicuous space, I don't know, somewhere, <clears throat> within about five minutes, I reckon, we would have those keys in that wallet. And that made a massive shift. And then the bonus was I didn't lose my keys or wallet. So just you can just see that those mirrors and that mindset shifting can really support us in terms of what we want to create. So I hope they're really uh, tangible um, examples for you and really help you have a look at the things that go on in your own life in that space. Now, these may not be one-to-one examples. So what happens in my life doesn't necessarily happen in your life because I have different lessons to learn than you. But you will see mirrors because everybody does and everything in life is a mirror. So why do we care? Why do we care if these mirrors are coming up? Why can't we just kind of go, well, that's just life and move on? And the reality is that these are opportunities for us to grow and learn. And in the examples I've provided, I've shown you the opportunities that are there for me to grow and learn. So it's it's this stepping back and just sort of saying to yourself, what am I here to learn? What can I shift in my own mind here? How can I appreciate this moment? How can I be grateful for this moment? Tony Robbins tells a really good example of where he was running late to catch a plane and he ran a red light. There was no traffic. It was the middle of the night kind of thing. And he just went, there's nothing around. I'm just going to run a red light. And there was a car behind him that saw this and that car followed him all the way to the airport. And because he was getting on a private plane, he even went through, the guy came through, tailgated him through to the private plane and, you know, he's not supposed to be there. And he got out and just ripped into Tony Robbins for doing what he had done. And Tony was like, what are you talking about, mate? Like, again, here's the river. That happened way back then. Just move on. And then he stopped and thought about, so the man left and Tony stood there and just thought about why had that happened to him and what had happened potentially to that man. And so Tony got back into his car, chased the man, stopped him and just said, I really appreciate what you did. I don't know potentially why you did what you did. He said, but I really appreciate you taking the time to help me be aware of the impacts of the decisions that I actually make. And what had happened to that man if I remember correctly, is that his son had been killed in um, the same sort of car accident, i.e. somebody coming around a red light when they shouldn't have. So there was some trauma going on for that man, um, but he had also given this opportunity to another person to see that all our actions have an equal and opposite reaction. And we know that, right? We've been taught that. So always remember that no matter what we do, 
it's all that karma is always going to come back to us and it may not come back in a way that we want um which reminds me of something that happened yesterday there was oh because we've got this rooster so and I'm like oh what can we do Teddy wants to keep the rooster but we're not legally allowed to have the rooster on the land because it's not big enough um and so we've tried to put a collar on the rooster I don't want to hurt the rooster in any way but just to muffle that sort of well I guess you know however their voice box works but muffle that sound so that everybody can sleep and we don't have a problem with the rooster and it's okay if the rooster crows through the day but just not that morning and nighttime crow anyway um somebody mentioned to us yesterday oh if you just left the rooster out overnight the foxes will come and get it and I was like I don't want that on me that's going to be calmer on me (laughs) I need to find a nice well a home for it to go to what happens to it after I find that home for it to go to I can't control that but I can find a home for it to go to so that we can in Teddy's inverted commas he wants to go and visit the rooster and hopefully we can find a place that will happily have the rooster but um and look after the rooster and care for the rooster as opposed to alternatives but I don't want that karma on me of leaving a rooster out and then the fox coming to get the rooster or whatever other thing because yeah I can feel that trauma in my body already and I'm like ah, that's not that's not going to be on me so what do we do when we see these mirrors I like to just be aware of them first off and that's how I started to sort of discover them and unfold them and just see that Like I said before, when I'm in that reel of stories and then 24 within 24 hours, and it could be less than that, but generally speaking, within 24 hours, there is going to be some sort of event that flows on from this. And so being aware of one, the reel, and before I got to a point of even being able to change it, I was able to see that there there was this flow on effect like I'm like here Chris has lost his keys why have I now lost my keys I'm not really sure why this you know has this flow on effect is happening to me and then I was able to go well maybe it's that internal conversation that I had have with myself around it around you know he should have he should have (laughs) we have a place to put things why is it not there why is you know why is there a problem for him that he puts everything every other place other than that one place like why is it that he is so stupid that he can't you know can't organize himself blah 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 all of the sort of stories that come out so I started to change that reel so once I'd created the awareness of the mirrors I then looked at the stories that I was telling myself and then I started to recreate those stories And that's when things started to shift. And something that had been perhaps frustrating me and that I had been hanging on to, crossing the river, right, going to the next hut, I was able to unpack really quickly. And that meant I was able to move through things really quickly because it wasn't just the keys. That is just one aspect of our lives. So how do we then unpack everything? We don't. We pick one thing, we unpack that, and it has a flow and effect to the other areas of our life. So that's the best way to start, you know, playing with these mirrors, just seeing them, when we see them, what do we do, how do we move forward from them. It's always about self-compassion, self-love, self-kindness, you know. It's always about just going, oh, we're here again. Okay, what am I choosing to think on purpose? What am I choosing 
to put out into the world? Where is my karma going? What do I want to create here? Rather than beating up on ourselves, beating up on other people, because when we beat up on other people, we're actually beating up on ourselves. And on Friday night, I think it was, we were watching a movie with Teddy and the character said, I don't care about anybody. And Teddy piped up, it's Mr. Eight, and said, if he doesn't care about anybody, he doesn't care about himself. And I was just like, oh my gosh, my parenting job here is done. <laughs> I know you can see, he can see that within him, within others. So therefore it's possible for him to see that within himself, um, whether it's applied at an eight-year-old age, not necessarily all the time. Uh, he's human like all of us. Even adults don't do that all the time. But that was just a beautiful mirror for me to see that he gets it. He really does get it on a soul level, even if he's not applying it necessarily as religiously as perhaps I am. But he will. He will He will be better than me. He will be so much more evolved than me. So the question becomes, how can we use these mirrors to create a better life? Like I've given you lots of examples of where the mirrors have been more challenging, um, like kids, you know, we yell at our kids, our kids yell back, we have somebody beep at us on the road, stick their, stick their fingers up at us, just go off and you're like, okay. Um, and you can choose to buy into all of that or you can just choose to come back into yourself. And that's all of those sorts of being grateful, coming back into who you really want to be, anchoring into your values despite what other people do, just letting all of those stories go. But what if we started to use these mirrors or see these mirrors in a way that worked and supported us? So coming back to the the example with Teddy around he can see that that character saying he doesn't care about other people, therefore he doesn't care about himself. So how can he apply that to his daily life? So we can take, you know, things that we want to create in our life and then do those things or be those things, and that will come back to us. We talk about that a lot. So, for example, every morning I make Chris and I a juice, right? He doesn't ask for it. It's not like he has to say, can you please make me that juice? I just make it. I know he loves it. I love it. Um, and I make enough for two. And what we do, we've created a really great habit around it because then we take our supplements and he takes his medication at the same time. So we've got all of that in flow. There are days where perhaps like, for example, on a Sunday when I'm coaching from 9 till 10.30, if I, have, um, if I haven't gotten up early enough, then we don't get that juice and I might not make it later. I might just forget all about it and then Chris might say to me, hey, can you make me that juice? And I'm like, yeah, no worries. And it's not that I go, oh, why can't he make it himself? Like, why does he, why do I have to do it all the time? I, those stories are no longer in my brain. They just do not function in there. But what happens is naturally, because I just do it um, and I do not have a problem with any of it, it then creates this opportunity for him to do the same. And so it's not about, you know, just because I did this for you, therefore you do this, you do this for me. It's got nothing like that. It's about surprising yourself and surprising others and them surprising you and having that opportunity for that karma to come back to you. So there are things that Chris will just do and I'll go, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that you did blah. 
And I do stop and say thank you. And I know in the past that particularly I would get home, say, after netball on a Saturday afternoon and I would get the laundry list. Chris would give me everything that he had done because he hadn't stopped since I left. So I could have been gone for two or three hours. And he has literally cleaned the house from top to bottom. He has, I don't know, sorted out Teddy at the time and done all the things and maybe mowed the lawn and everything. And I get that laundry list. And at the time I was just like, but I do these things every day. So why is this, and not necessarily that your version, but I do a list of things and I don't feel the need to give you my laundry list. But what I started to do was just to say thank you. And when I started to thank him for it, I started to thank him ahead of time for it. So I know you're going to be doing a lot of things while I'm out and I just want you to know that I appreciate you. Or if I came home and he'd done something just slightly different to the sort of normal laundry list, I'd go, oh, how cool is it that you cleaned the windows? I noticed that they're sparkling clean and it's really great. Thank you so much. And that had a natural flow and effect of karma to come back to me. And it wasn't pre-meditated. It wasn't something that I pre-planned. It wasn't going, well, because he did, or I said this to him, therefore he has to say something back to me. Nope. I let go of all of those stories and I showed myself appreciation for those things. Um, Something that's come into me this year, and I think I've shared it on here as well, is my soul telling me that I'm, that it's proud of me. My soul is proud of me. And so that kind of makes me a bit teary. Um, But I remember when it first came up, I was just like, you what? Like, what? Because I'm used to my intuition talking to me. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Anyway, very uncomfortably. And going, right. And then it said it again. And I was just like, okay, that's great. I really appreciate you for saying that. <laughs> and this is all happening in my head or in my body. And um, <clears throat> then I was like, okay, so if my soul is proud of me, what does, what could I look at my day as? and be proud of. And so then I went through my day and I went, oh, I'm, I'm proud of me for doing this and I'm proud of me for doing that and just diving into those aspects. Everything will come back to you. So being grateful and seeing those positive mirrors is really going to support you in building the life that you want. We often get caught in, you know, I wish and how can I and stuff like that. That doesn't create the life that you want. That's you sitting back waiting for it to happen to you. But when you start to transition into the, I'm going to create it exactly as I want it and I believe that it's possible and I'm going to put the mirrors out there, I'm going to put the things out there, I'm going to be this kind of person, I'm going to do these sorts of things that are aligned to me and aligned to who I truly am and everything is going to start to come back to me because it can't not. That's the beauty of it. It just can't not. If you were doing things out of alignment, yes, you're not going to get things coming back to you. And they're they're things that you can unpack and you can have a look at and go, oh, I was doing that from a pushing space. Of course, that comes from a place of lack. So therefore, it's not going to come back to me Um, or it'll come back to me in jibs and drabs and it's not really going to come back to me in the abundant flow that I want it to. So what do I want to create here? How can I bring myself back into alignment? What's the one thing I can do today to bring myself back into alignment? And asking yourself those sorts of questions and continuing to ask that sort of question, bringing yourself back into that alignment and creating those mirrors on purpose to build the life that you actually want. 
a couple a really good example is to think about something that is really important to you what is it that you would like to transform in life now this could just be a volunteer position or a volunteer kind of role how could you support somebody to grow how could you support a community to grow what is a skill that you bring into a community that could help it grow you can do this in a business space as well you can do this in your job nine to five job doesn't matter you take in these skills and you go what could I do today to lighten the load for everybody else because I have this amazing skill I can make these things happen Um, and creating those mirrors coming in with those values if you're going to bring that into a workplace there's going to be a flow-on effect to it because people just can't not be attracted to you and thinking about just sort of like coming back into those you know places and events that you want to create or where you want to be who do you want to be when you turn up into those spaces and again projecting or not projecting in a negative way but putting out your mirrors you want to listen actively you want to be present with everybody you want to engage with people you want to see the old stories coming up and let those go unpack those and allow them to be off to the side because they're going to come up because you're going to meet people who trigger you because it's the opportunity to grow. And so you can either have the beeping horn, fingers flying, voices swearing, all of that sort of stuff and swear back and do all those things back. We can go, oh, that's interesting. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And you come back into yourself and you're a much calmer version of yourself rather than heightened anxiety heightened stress fear um, running through your body and you're in that fight or flight you know in your um i always think of the parasympathetic nervous system but the opposite of that maybe the sympathetic nervous system where you're in that fight or flight so coming back and aligning with what's true to you and understanding that you want to create impact in this world you don't want to be a passenger in this world so What impact do you want to have today? And my podcast has all been about impact. This is why it started. It didn't start because I just went, oh, that'll be a fun idea because I knew that there was going to be a crap ton load of work around this and that I needed to show up for myself every single day, well, twice a week at least, um, to record podcasts, to do interviews, to um, do all the social media side of things, do now that we're doing all the quotes and stuff like that. Like it's not a straightforward, oh, Susan spent two hours on a Sunday afternoon doing that. And the fact that if she did spend two hours on a Sunday afternoon doing that, or I did, um, that's two hours of my time that I'm choosing to put into a podcast. So what do I want to get out of it? And to be honest, it doesn't take two hours to produce a podcast. Um, so it takes more time than that, uh, generally speaking, depending on the length of the episodes and things like that as well, depending on the people involved. At the moment, I've got Chris doing, or I've always had Chris doing the intros and outros and stuff like that. So he does the audio file that is then uploaded. Um, I have Larissa reviewing the podcasts and then she's going through all of that. So it's not just as, and then I, sorry, on the back end of that, then I put everything up onto websites and social media and, um, you know, just all that sort of content side of things that I still need to, that I create off the back of it. So there's a lot of work that goes into that. And I share this with you from a mirror perspective 
of what you put in is what what you will come, what will come back to you. And now we have over 120 episodes on a podcast, on my podcast. Yes, I've changed my name three times. <laughs> I think that's exciting. Um, but it's it's evolved as I have evolved. And as I said, the purpose of doing the podcast was around impact and how other people, everyday people are out there making changes in their life. So why don't we celebrate them, bring them in and celebrate them. And then you can see that you can make changes too. Like it's not just for these unicorns or superstars that get to make the change. Everybody can make changes that they want to make and that they want to see in their own life. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. And so when I think about impact, I think about tracking that impact, like having, excuse me, having a look at what is the impact that I'm actually having to people and getting, you know, like the other day I was talking about impact and that, you know, that that's really something that's important to me. And then on the that very same day, I had two people contact me about the impact that my podcast has had on their lives. And so that just blew me away. And that to me is the mirror of what I'm creating here. So I put this out with a, you know, intention and with a hope and, you know, I hope it adds value to your life. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> sitting here listening to me wrap it on about mirrors, but I hope that it brings you so much um, opportunity within within your own life that you can then go out and go, do you know what? I'm going to pay attention to those mirrors today and I'm going to write them down because Susan writes them down. Susan goes back and um, writes down what was in, what came out of her day um, or Susan remembers those, those interactions. She remembers the emails that came into her or the, the PMs that she gets about the podcast. And she remembers the impact that she had an opportunity to impart on somebody else's life, but I didn't do any of the work. Somebody else has done the work, right? The person that's listened to this has done the work. I've just been able to be a facilitator, which is bloody amazing, I tell you. It's just bloody amazing. So coming back to that tracking, and this is what I would encourage you to think about, is on a daily basis, have a look at your mirrors have a look at the things that are coming up in your life and then see the opposite side of it and write them down. I'm finding this really powerful and empowering. And sure, you might be starting off because with the negative mirrors, the ones that more challenge you because they're the ones that you can see quicker. But I promise you that the positive mirrors are there too. So what we want to focus on is what we want to create more of. And it's not that we want to dismiss the ones that are challenging us. We want to be open to the opportunities and the lessons that are coming from those. So if you are going to track those, what I'd encourage you to also write down is what's my lesson from here? What am I going to do differently next time? And that will really support you to grow. So do that so that you're getting within that um, review, I guess, is that you're getting this whole process of here's what happened, here's how, here's the other side of the mirror, and this is the opportunity to grow. So you're getting a mirror within the mirror, if that makes sense. So you're getting that side of, getting the double-sided, of both sides of the coin effectively. Um, and remember that those positive mirrors, when you come to those, there's always going to be a lesson in there as well. And there's a question around, is this the way that I want things to go? 
So, for example, you may, let's use the podcast as, an, as the example, you, I get impact, I get messages from people about the impact that's made on their lives. Perhaps I can go back to them and have a conversation about those impacts. Um, perhaps I could ask myself, is this, uh, is this the kind of impact that I actually want to make? And it's not about being specific around the outcome that that person has had. It can be more around um, the fact that perhaps they've tweaked something but it isn't in alignment with where the podcast is going. And I really don't have a good example of that, so I'd be just scraping at the bottom of the barrel. But basically what I encourage people to do from an impact perspective is um, just to know what's true for them. I think that's really important for me, that bioindividuality. And it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. Like, seriously, we, we are growing and evolving, and the fact that I've changed the podcast name three times this year is a testament to that and helps you perhaps see that you can make changes too and it doesn't have to be the doesn't have to be a negative impact on that doesn't have to be a negative mirror just because you've made that change it can actually be a really positive one and part of the growth that I went through on Friday night that was Saturday Friday and Saturday um, that led to me eating some ice cream that didn't agree with me is about that growth so it is about letting go of some of those stories and some of that really shone bright for me over the weekend um, to be able to come here and sit here and talk about mirrors and to be able to see the mirrors and the challenges that I was facing um, over the weekend. And interestingly, uh, every couple of Friday nights now I'm having some sort of shift and some sort of change and I don't know if that's to do with the planets. I don't know if, you know, because we're in Jupiter at the moment so a friend of mine just sort of mentioned maybe have a look at the gate that's in Jupiter because that could be something that's coming up for you and just see what's going on so it doesn't necessarily have to be what I thought was happening it could be a bigger there could be a bigger picture here which is totally you know totally possible so thinking about let's just wrap up coming back into those mirrors that you want to create remember they start and end with you so you may want to go out into the world and just start to plant some seeds. So it's a perfect time to do that. Um, giving little gifts to somebody, um, and it could be a gift of time. It doesn't have to be a gift of money. It can be a little gift of kindness to somebody that you can do right now over this period to say, I see you, I appreciate you, and thank you for being you. And it's those sort of little messages that will really support other people. And then what will happen is that it's that pay it forward model. So they may then, because they've had this experience, they may pay it forward. And you may no, never, ever see it come back to you directly from that person. But I promise you, it will come back to you from a direction that you don't even know is coming your way. And that's the beauty of it. So these things will happen. You will put something out into the world. So again, say you help a woman um, move her trolley across the car park because it's really heavy and it's got a, got a dicky wheel and she's worried she's going to run into cars and stuff like that. You just grab one end and you help her wheel that to her car. You may never, ever see that woman again, but somewhere in the universe, somebody is going to come and help you. And it may be that you head back into that shopping mall 
and you need to sit down and all of a sudden someone lifts out like um, comes out of the seat and so you can sit down and that may be your exchange of energy and so and that may be your mirror so just keep an eye out for those sorts of things and remember this is in part you could also call this manifesting so when I say in part you actually can call this manifesting so remembering for all the energy that you put out in the world there is going to be that equal and opposite reaction um, and it can be a positive to positive it's not doesn't have to be a negative to negative um, and it doesn't have to be a negative to positive it can be a positive to positive so what are the positive to positive um, things energy things that you're going to put out in the world what do they look like how do you want to feel about them what do you want to think about them because we don't want to put things out into the world and then go, oh, that person has to pay me back. The moment that you do that, that's when you cut off any ties to the possibility of magnetizing something back to yourself. So let go of any expectations. Do it from a heart-centered place. Do it from love. Be appreciative. Throw gratitude in there too. That's our superpower. And then watch what comes back to you because it's totally possible. This is totally possible. We are living these lives now. And like I said to you, track those little things that you see now and you will see that these are happening anyway. So how about we help them grow, magnetize them, uh, manifest them, bring them into our lives. And can you imagine how much more beautiful our lives can be? Because it's totally possible to live a life we love every single day. We just need to believe it and we need to anchor into it and we need to act from it and feel it into our bodies. It's so important. All right. Well, I hope this episode was helpful. As I said, go and track your mirrors, be aware of your mirrors. And obviously there's the, you know, yelling at the kids mirror, but there's also the things that are coming back into you mirror, the hugs that you get from random people. And I appreciate the COVID is around, but you just never know. It's all going to be there. Um, but just being able to say thank you to someone and then somebody else saying thank you to you can really shift and change your life. Thank you for joining me today. And I have a couple of small favors to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing. Finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honored you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. See you in the next episode.